What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are engaging, having a day. Look, I'm James Levesque, and I want to thank you, as I always do, for tuning in, making us a part of your day. Uh, gosh, there's so much happening. I don't even know where to begin, but just thank you for being here today. Let people know you're being blessed by the broadcast. That's how you can invest in us. Share it with others. Hit me up. Let me know how you're being blessed. Also, let me just mention, we're about to do a, a gathering uh, next week, uh, July 16th, 17th, 18th. Sean Foyt, Catherine Mullins, myself, Bob and Sarah. Uh, we're just going to do a blowout in New London, Connecticut called As It Is In Heaven. I want you to join us. Uh, we're going to jump in. We're going to call this one Lacking Truth. I looked at my doctor a couple weeks ago after a quick checkup, and I said, I feel bad for you. No, no, I really do. This poor woman has had a practice for 20 years, right? Uh, I don't know, maybe 15. What did she spend, 10 years in medical school? She was trained at Yale University, medical, Yale Medical, some, one of the best uh, medical universities on the planet. She had her doctor, she served, she went, uh, you know, and did her, whatever you do, your internship. Sorry, my doctor friends. She had to do her internship at, at Yale and, and then she went overseas and did a whole bunch of studying there and did, you know, did stuff there. And then she came to Connecticut to open an office. And she's, she's successful. She has like five other doctors now working under her. I mean, it's an amazing practice. But I felt bad for her because right at the time where she was starting her practice after Yale and overseas in years, the internet was here. And because the internet's here, we know more than her. Come on, let's be real. You, you, you go to the internet now before you even call your doctor. There was a day that we would just ask them, hey, what do you think this is going on with me? And they would tell you, and you'd have a peace of mind. Or you might have to be a little concerned and get in and get checked. Not now. Oh, not now. You get a, you get a fart bubble in your stomach. You think your appendix burst. People are crazy today because what we've done is we've allowed information to, to replace experience. Who cares that you went to Yale University, did med school, did an internship, and then went over? Who cares that you were in Australia on the leading edge of seeing cures? Who cares what you've done? I got Comcast. K. I got internet. I don't care what you think. I got high-speed internet. And so many times today, people feel like their hour research at Google has replaced 10 to 15 years of serving at a medical school at Yale University. It's hilarious to me, and I do feel bad for my doctor. Because the people that are going in there are not other doctors. They're idiots telling them already what's wrong with them. Self-diagnosing yourself instead of letting people that are actually trained for it. It's a dangerous thing. There's a phrase called artificial maturity. Artificial maturity is where you continually gain knowledge without experience. You are, you are artificially mature. You are fooling yourself into thinking that you've done something that you've not done. Right? Come on. 
sure, YouTube's great. I did a podcast a couple years ago called D, uh, DIY Faith. YouTube's great, right? If you want to figure out how to do something, put a crib together, anything you want to do, right? Cook. Figure it out. I know a buddy, he built a deck watching YouTube. That's amazing. He's not a carpenter, right? There's a difference between you building a deck watching YouTube and then you actually being a real general contractor that has a trade, right? And in real insurance and real training and, and, you know, real apprenticeship. Yeah, that's not my friend. But just because you can gain information quickly, right? It's just fast. Information is fast. Doesn't mean you've gained experience fast. That's why in Christianity today, there's more messages being heard than ever before. There's more church services being attended. You have more access than you ever have in your whole life to messages. Not to be old, but when I got saved, yeah, we had, we had VCR tapes. When I got saved and I heard that Brownsville Revival broke out, I literally had to write the church a letter with a check and say, please send me whatever VHS cassette you have. And they mailed me like a cassette. Literally had no internet. I, you know, at the time I couldn't do anything. I was, I was just floating around trying to find anything I could to consume myself with God. We had one Christian bookstore, literally no Amazon, and you were stuck going to that one Christian bookstore. And if you were lucky, maybe they would get something in that would help you. If not, you were done. Books like were being passed around from generation to generation. Oh, hey, James, I have this Watchman Need book. You should read it. I did 20 years ago. Oh, wow. And we, we've had more access to information than ever before. But yet, gener- this generation is more barren than it's ever been. Why is that? 2 Timothy 3, 5, we've been reading it all week. I'm going to pick up on having a form of godliness, yesterday's episode, but denying the power from such people turn away. For these sort of people, and then he goes on, he says this, they're always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Wow. Smack. Always learning, right? Learning, learning, learning. I want to be a cook, learning. I want to go on YouTube, learning. I want to do my own hacks, learning. I want to be a web designer, learning. I want to do this. It's like never coming to real truth. More messages, consumption, consumption. It's like a tapeworm spiritually. Consumption, consumption, consumption. We don't even know what we're doing. Why? Because we lack experience. Bible knowledge without Bible experience is pointless. Hear me clearly. Bible knowledge without Bible experience is pointless. It's doing nothing for you. Somebody said, well, James, I read through the Bible three times a year. Yeah, your life doesn't tell me that. You should read comic books. It was never about uh, just, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing, not having heard. It's not about putting a cassette tape on and feeling like we're Superman where we're done. Are you reading the word? There's two ways to read the Bible. I've said it for years, with and without the Holy Spirit. Are you reading the word with the Holy Spirit? I literally would lay my hand on the Bible and say, Father, 
give me your mind. Give me revelation. I want to hear what you have to say to me. See, you're reading the Bible with the Holy Spirit. It was never about just, you know, head knowledge. That's why the cemeteries of America are not producing healthy pastors. Because you're, you're going there and someone lied to you and told you, if you spend four years of your life here and do this, then all of a sudden you're a pastor. No, you have the knowledge of a pastor, but the truth of the gospel has to be played out by experience. Knowledge alone isn't going to happen. Back to my doctor. She got the knowledge, but then she spent more than half of her knowledge getting, she spent in experience. And we walk in off an hour of Google and think we know more. You're not going to come out of seminary or cemetery or whatever you want to call it. You're not going to come out of there with head knowledge and think that all of a sudden you're going to be a spirit-filled Christian that's walking in experience. When I got saved, I spent a lot of time with Jesus. And I studied the word and I took risks and, and had experiences. And people didn't know where to put me, right? Where do you put a guy like this? I've spent five years in a seminary, and this kid just got saved out of the streets, and look what he's doing. Because it was never about knowledge alone. The Bible actually says knowledge will puff you up. But I digress. I'm talking to you today, and here's what I want to ask you. Are you operating in artificial maturity? Are you allowing yourself to be so filled with it? It really linked to yesterday's about having a form of dying power. Or are you longing for the experience of the gospel, right? The experience of knowing Jesus, the experience of loving God and seeing people's lives change because that is what we need to go after. Constant pursuit of a real experience. When I got saved, I was shocked because I came out of the world with lots of experience and then I went into a church world that told me not I can't have too much experience and that was kind of emotional and fleshy. No, I will chase experience every day of my life because this is a God who wants you to experience him. That's it for today. Got so much more to talk about tomorrow. We're going to talk about hope. Come on, we're going to have hope in this nation. We love you. Thank you for tuning in with Engaging Heaven today. I'm out. Thanks for listening to Engaging Heaven today. As a reminder, subscribe and review. We love hearing your great feedback. Also, share the podcast with everyone you know and help us spread the word of God.